0: Off the ball football He was lumpy wasn't he? But how he moved with the ball for someone of that size Zidane could dance with the ball yeah. Could dance with the ball and drop his shoulder Join in the obsession Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join I didn't have very far to travel today I'm at home in County Mead To chat to Mead captain Shauna Ennis We've battled against each other plenty on the club pitch but we're putting that aside and grabbing a coffee for a friendly chat about the remarkable rise of mead football as we make our way to her
1: club, Nafina. Do you know
0: what you're getting, Shauna? Yeah, I'm going to a mocha. Oh, very nice.
1: Yeah. That's how I started out with coffee. <laughs> this is what everyone keeps telling yeah. me. I've tried a few, like, I'm trying my best. Yeah.
0: Brayburn is the official coffee partner of OTB, Bryburn has just opened its first drive-thru cafe in Ashburn Retail Park, County Meath. Sit down or drive through it's up to you. With coffee served your way alongside some delicious breakfast, lunch and sweet treat options, is the perfect pit stop on your journey. Thanks so much, cheers! On the road. <laughs> we have our coffees. We have our coffees. So, Shauna Ennis, captain of the Mead ladies, three time All Ireland winner, an All Star. That's a pretty good intro.
1: That's, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Love to hear it.
0: <laughs> so, talk to me about, I suppose, being a part of that, that Mead team that went on and, and won three All Ireland's first the intermediate and then
1: back to back senior titles. It's just incredible, really. Yeah, like when I suppose when you hear all those things together, it's it it is mad. Like if you would have told us maybe five, six years ago that all this would have happened, like you never, never would have believed it. Mm. Um, but I suppose it just everything came right for us. We had a really, really good management that came in and took over, and we had a great group of girls who were re- willing to work really hard. And and yeah, and then the rest is history, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's one of the best, I think, sporting stories in Ireland, to be honest, you know, when everybody saw you going on to to move up to senior, to do that was unheard of after winning an intermediate. You know, it normally takes a few years to sort of bed yourselves in and, you know, get that experience at that level. What do you think it was that you had that you were able to go on and do it in your first
1: year? I suppose maybe the fact that we had lost two intermediate finals previous to winning one. So I think a lot of people thought that we had sort of come from nowhere, but like we had got to the intermediate final in 2018 and were well beaten by Tyrone that year. And then we got to the intermediate final in 2019 and were beaten by Tipperary. So like we had slowly, we had been building, I suppose, behind the scenes. Um, People probably weren't paying a whole pile of attention to us maybe but we were building and then it was sort of third time lucky then um, when we won in 2020 and I think had we not won in 2020 it could have easily fallen apart like we really needed to win that year and then I guess we were just on a a roll like we had won say division three league and then after winning in 2020 we won the division two league in 21 before we won the All-Ireland so sort of winning can be a habit as well. So we were in the habit of winning at that time. Definitely.
0: And it started to become the norm to see me in Crow Park, which was definitely not the case for many years. What was that like, I suppose, playing in Crow Park for the very first time?
1: Yeah, we, we had a really good run of playing in Crow Park because like really, we were lucky. It just so happened that they had started letting the ladies play their league finals there and stuff. So we, we, that was a great time for us. Like we were there a few times every year which was just amazing and then I think that probably took the sting out of All-Ireland Final Day maybe you were used to being there as well and it wasn't it wasn't as daunting as daunting then um I remember the first time in 2018 we played the Intimidia Final in Crow Park I was so nervous I think we were all really nervous I think it probably showed in the way we played because we were we were no good that day but um that was against Tipperary. That, that day that was against Tyrone oh, Tyrone in 2018 yeah yeah um turn are probably much more seasoned side anyway. They're much better than us on the day, but um, yeah, I think the first time is definitely a bit overwhelming. So sorry, we're just going by a pitch here. Do you have any memories of that pitch in there? <laughs> oh yeah, I've lots of memories of playing you and Rochelle. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh, to a football. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, the me journey is
0: just—it's just been incredible to, to watch on and just to, to see what you've done. Do you think as well that you got, I suppose, the the right players at the right time, like you had some unbelievable
1: talent come into that side that are really the best in the country. Yeah, definitely. Like, I suppose our, our team, it's great, like, it's a mix of sort of more experienced players and younger players. And, like, as you said, we had the likes of sort of Sarah Wall or Lilali and Emma Duggan, they, the three of those girls came up together out of minor and they were just unbelievable and they pushed us on, I guess, that little extra bit. Like you could name through our whole team and sure the whole team are, are basically all-stars and, and just unbelievable players but I think yeah we had a lovely mix that time of the more experienced girls and, and then the new girls giving us something fresh as well. So was Moira a shock, he was captain then for the intermediate
0: All-Ireland final that you won that year and then you stepped into the captaincy role for the back-to-back senior All-Irelands. How did it come about first off to take up that captaincy role?
1: Yeah so Moira had been captain 2019 and 2020 and Neva Sullivan had actually been captain before her so it was sort of a two year captaincy It was the way the lads were working it um, so I was vice for Moira and then I suppose she had served her two years or whatever um, I was shocked a little bit when they made the announcement at the start of 21 um, but Paul Garrigan our coach at the time said something really nice like he was like shauna was playing the last time we were senior and i think it's like really fitting that she'd lead us into senior again so that was just lovely yeah um like it was really nice and yeah obviously i was thrilled um to to, and just felt very lucky to to get the role and definitely didn't didn't know all the success that was coming (laughs) either it's such an easy role when you have so many leaders on the team as well Mm helping you out, like the likes of Moira and Nevo Sullivan and the, like Monica McGrick and these older players and Stacey Grimes and all these people, Vicky, who are just great leaders. So it's a really easy role for me as well. Did you always see yourself as a captain or would you have captained Nafina? I would have been captain mate of Nafina and I would have been captain of our college team actually, when I was in Pats, when we won as well. So I had a little bit of experience in the role, thank God. Um yeah i don't know don't know what how people view me as captain. I hope I'm not a dictator, but <laughs> I try to have a democracy, I think um but yeah, as I said, easy role, easy role with the
0: players involved and you would have been there when Meads were last senior, and then you're you're there again obviously to lead them to to senior once more. What was it like playing for mead back then when you were a senior because it was a completely different team and
1: Yeah, the results were completely different too. After the 2014 season, like, a lot of the older, more experienced girls were tired. And 2015 then, for us, was just a disaster year. I think that's probably the year that's been really well documented as, like, Mm. our lowest point. Um, Like, I remember, if my memories are correct,
0: basically they they put out a message to nearly anyone, anyone able to play. Yeah. Like, is anyone able to play these kind games? Yeah. Like, that was how bad I suppose it had got and then it was the match against Cork I think that everybody talked mm. about and that's well documented now
1: yeah yeah like that I think my I'm, mind I'm, I'm, might I'm, I'm, have tried to block out a lot of memories from that year because I don't have really strong memories I just remember like going to training and there being like six people there yeah and like as you said, go into matches and you wouldn't know who would show up, who would be there. Like you wouldn't know, you'd be like, who's that girl, I don't know who she is. And then you're playing beside her. So it was just, yeah, it was a really hard year. And I remember that court game, like it it was humiliating. Like it was so embarrassing, it was on TV as well. So it was just, it was awful, like it was think yeah that's probably why i've blocked out all, that year
0: and <laughs> um, what did you lose by that day it was it's like, like 40, 40 points 40 points but if yeah. at the time i'm sure like yeah as you said so embarrassing but you look back now like that was 2015 to go on and do what you've done in that short period of time is just incredible maybe that was the making of the team a small bit
1: maybe yeah like the Fifteen and the sixteen season were really hard for us. Like we were just weren't getting any wins. Like we were bottom of division three as well, nearly relegated to division four. So we were really do you know Yeah. It was really a bad time. Um and after those two years, fifteen and sixteen, then I didn't play in seventeen because do you know, it was just you weren't really getting anything from it and it was very disheartening really. So you just needed a break? Yeah. The decision had been made to um, be regraded into to intermediate after 2016 and I was doing my dip, I was doing teaching so I was really busy anyway and I just said look I'm just gonna just gonna take the year out and just play club and stuff.
0: Yeah. What did you think about going down to intermediate? Did you agree with it? No,
1: I was really against it. Like that was another reason why I didn't I didn't go back. Like which sounds so silly now but I was just really of the mindset that like we should be playing senior. We should be playing at the top level. You want to compete at the top level. Yeah, but now looking back going down to intermediate was obviously (laughs) the best thing that could have happened for us. So like I'm eating my words but that was probably a deciding factor for me as well. I was sort of like no like I don't want the team to be intermediate so um yeah a few things that being busy with work and stuff and then just obviously after having a bad couple of years
0: and so how did you come back in then
1: i knew a lot of other girls who had went back in um and i was sort of hearing from them it was really good it was really good setup everyone's really enjoying it Um, it was really good crack um so then for the start of the 2018 season when I was asked to come in, I was like, yeah, look, I'm going to give it another go. It sounds like there's something good going on, and the girls are enjoying it and having fun. And so I said I'd just come back in then, yeah.
0: So what was it like to climb the
1: steps of the Hogan stand and lift the Brenda Martin cup? Yeah, unbelievable. Sure, <laughs> like, what? Well, it's literally a dream come true. Whenever, when, whenever you're a small kid, like, that is the one thing that you dream about like that that is the pinnacle of success so to did you dream about that of course of course like I don't know it, it, it's it's me it's mad like I have little diaries and little stuff at home for when I'm like 10 or 11 being like I want to play with me ladies I want to like play an all Ireland and grow pair oh god I'm some. and all like all that stuff and then to actually do it and to be but to be looking down at your team when you're lifting the cup, looking down at your team and then the crowd and like the fireworks are going off, or whatever, the confetti, like it's indescribable. Can you give us an
0: insight into like what, what is it like within the squad? What are, are those standards that you have obviously
1: said and wanted to keep? Look, we have really high standards in, in all aspects of of the game, I suppose. So, um, like obviously we do our S&C work in the gym and then we obviously do our work on the pitch then we do our video analysis as well you know we have software for that that we do analysis on um it's really sort of a seven day week job to be honest because you're doing three days on the pitch you're doing two days in the gym that's five days you're doing probably an evening on the video analysis that's probably six days and then on the seventh day it's sort of like working on your one percent so are you going to go out shooting, are you going to go out and do Pilates to improve your core stability, are you going to go out and do extra running because you're not aerobically fit enough, like what are you going to do to improve yourself, like it's not a case of just being able to do the training and that's enough I suppose when you're at this level like you need to take real responsibility for, for yourself and that's probably something that We've realised in the last few years as well, like it's not enough just to go out and train your three nights or whatever. Like it's a full time, seven day a week thing, and then you're balancing all of that with going to work. Yeah, you're a primary school teacher. Yeah, how is all that then? So I'm really lucky. The school I'm in, my principal, um, Ken Kiogan, he's a big football man. He's actually from Oldcastle and. My staff are just so lovely and really, really supportive of me, as are all the kids in the school, like, to be honest. So, you know, they do everything they can to help me as well. Yeah, like, the kids are so mad into it, like, they all, like, there's so many of them that'll come religiously, like, to all the games, and which is, like, really cool as well, like, really nice. And what is next now for me, ladies? next thing for us is to probably have a little rest, a little break. We're all going to go back to our clubs now already we're most of us are back with our clubs play our club championship and then i suppose come end of october starting november we're going to get into pre-season and we're going to do a really really good pre-season this year just starting back at square one again and it's all about putting in the hard work like nothing comes easy like all these other teams are snapping at everyone's heels i think that's the thing in senior as well like there's so little between all the teams yeah it's really anyone's game like you know like Mayo, Galway, Kerry, Dublin, Cork, Armagh like all these teams there's like only a couple of points between them so you have to just try and work harder than what all all those teams are doing which is not fun at the time in November when you're running around a mucky pitch but it's definitely worth it come come July if you're if you're lifting a trophy like
0: yeah absolutely
1: it genuinely is like a club team and like we do we spend, spend a ridiculous amount of time together. Like the nights we're not training, you probably find us like going out for dinner together or something. So it's really like a really close bond. And like, even now the last few weeks when we've been off, like constantly texting each other being like, when can we meet up? When can we meet up? Cause we're all training at our clubs. So it's really hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're the best of friends and they're sort of the girls that you go to when something goes wrong and they're really there for you. And they're also the girls that sort of celebrate. Your successes outside football as well, and I think when you trust and get on with people so well off the pitch, mm-hmm. um, I think it definitely translates.
0: So, we're nearly here at Nafina Pitch in Baconstown. So, you have two pitches?
1: We have two pitches, yeah. We have, this is the main one for you. This is the main one. This is sort of where all the ladies' football happens and the Kamovi as well. Very good. Yeah, I have a few horror stories from this pitch, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pitch is looking well.
1: Yeah, always is, in fairness.
0: <laughs> the coffees are nice, did you
1: enjoy it? Yeah, lovely, I think mine's yeah. Happy days. Looks like a nice pitch. Yeah, it's always in good, good nick, in fairness, to keep it good. So this is where you would have started out? Yeah, this is where I started playing with the boys when I was about nine. I think I started playing with the boys. There was no girls under 10 team, or there was not really many girls teams at that time. So then the following year, I think they started up a girls team. So I only played with the boys for a little while here and then started playing with the girls. And yeah, this is pretty much my stomping ground ever since. Do you feel that there's a lot of expected of you too coming back in from County? Yeah, definitely. But I think that's the way it should be. Like, I think, and that's what my dad used to always say to me, like, you should be able to know as a county player on the pitch. So I think probably put a bit of expectations on myself as well, to be honest, because I do feel like I need to I need to be a leader here when I'm here. And how do you think you lead? Like, well, do you deal more with on the pitch, let your football do the talking,
0: or is it in the dressing room?
1: Yeah, I definitely try to let my football do the talking, I think, when I'm with club, because... Do you know, there's another captain here, it's not me, so um I'll let them do the talking. And as well, I haven't been here for most of the year, so I don't think me coming, they don't want to listen to me coming back in, so I just try and, yeah, play the best football I can, I suppose. Do you ever
0: find that hard when you haven't been here all year? Obviously, because you're with County, but often there can sometimes be a little thing of coming back into the club now and you wonder how all the girls can can take it that you haven't been here, even though they know you're off, your training, you're playing at a high level.
1: Yeah, like the girls are so good and they totally understand. And I suppose since the split season was brought in a couple of years ago, it's even, it's obviously great in so many ways because you're not playing like a country match and a club match, but mm-hmm. it does really take you away from the club. So like... And we were even training the same nights as my club, so I wasn't even really getting down to see them that, that often. So when I come back in, sometimes I feel like a bit of an imposter. It takes, me, it takes me a few trainings to sort of get back into it, but I always do. And, like, look, there's never any any issues from anyone. And how do you find balance in the camogie and the football? Like, is football always being your first love? Yeah, I suppose, like, a lot of people would ask me which you prefer, but I actually like... I would say I like them both equally because I think it's just nice to get a break from one, like to the other and the majority of girls on our team are dual players They're like you're probably th- talking maybe 13 of the 15 are dual players so mm-hmm. we have a really good balance and our managers are really good at like you know there's a good setup for trains and stuff so um we're not killing ourselves out every night of the week either which is good
0: and county camogie is that something you would like to do at all like even now is it just not possible maybe to do both
1: i know there's some girls like they like see if my doing it but very, very tough to do. It's really tough. Yeah. Like Megan th- Thine from Camesson, like mm. she did it for a good few years, but now she sort of says, I don't know how I did that. Like it was mental. And obviously Eva Minogue did this year and she was amazing in both coats. I tried one year to play camogie. Like I only lasted like a couple of months, like at the start of the year, it was just too much. Um, and I guess just having played football sort of from underage I knew, I knew those girls and I was already friends with them so it was easier just mm. to stick with the football but um, yeah look I love, I love playing camogie too um, I think I'm definitely from like a hurling household so I think my family are happy when I'm playing camogie as well <laughs> What was it like growing up obviously your brother um, is playing as well for me th- Yeah so my brothers have decided really to focus on hurling so the two of them play hurling and my youngest brother Simon yeah he was on the Christie Ring team this year which was great Yeah We had a great day out in Crow um for them um so yeah it's probably a primarily Hurling household but um dad played football as well so that's allowed too yeah (laughs) absolutely they must be so proud like to see you go on and like win
0: back to back all Ireland and the captain as well
1: yeah look they're really proud and really happy and like they're they're proud of all of all three of us I guess Mm. so you hope to be able to give them some good days in the future again with me definitely yeah definitely like as I said already thinking about next year and um just want to get back working already like going to try and give myself a few months to chill and not think about it mm-hmm. and then yeah we'll be ready to go i can tell you're already itching <laughs> to get back <laughs> that's a good place to be yeah no it definitely is yeah it's good i think and i think everyone's of the same mindset so i think if the group of players as i said if we can stick together then you know i think we're in with a great a great shot again